You're tuning into the Active Mom Podcast with physical therapist, Dr. Carrie Pagliano, a real mom's guide to all things postpartum return to workouts after baby. If you're a postpartum mom, coach, trainer, or physical therapist looking for answers on how to get back to running, CrossFit, yoga, Pilates, HIIT, you name it without the fear of pelvic floor issues or doing something wrong, this is the podcast for you. Let's start the show. All right. So it probably seems like I'm using this episode to bring my my friends on the podcast and we can just kind of hang out while we're not at the pool. But that's actually not the reason why we're doing the podcast today. So I have a couple of my swim mom friends um, that agreed to come on today because what I realized is they're really amazing at finding ways to work out. And I don't think we're really taught that as new moms. And these guys have got it down on lock. Um, and yes, we're going to talk about being swim moms <laughs> and having a good time while also making sure our kids are sane and we get our workouts in. So uh, we have my friends Joanne and Laura on the podcast today, and Kate's going to come and join us shortly and in real you know, mom fashion. She had a work call and she's going to come on in a little bit. But um, maybe we'll start with Laura. Just tell us a little bit about who you are. And like athletically, you actually have a pretty significant background too. So I'm actually going to tell everybody how I met Carrie. We were Uh-oh. awkwardly standing at a 910 uh, pizza poster party at the pool. And um, Carrie's like, you look like you're a triathlete. And yes, I'm a recovering triathlete. Um, I did Ironman a couple times. I, I love triathlon. Um, I don't do it really anymore because of my kids and just kind of figuring out where things fit in my life and my priorities. And I'll get back to it one day. I know that just is not right now. Um, So, but anyway, since then, Carrie has been one of my favorite people. And I'm so happy to be on your podcast. Um, So I'm in the Coast Guard. I'm a commander in the Coast Guard. And fitness has been in my life since I was, joined the swim team when I was 10. Swimming was the first sport I ever did. And kind of stuck with it. I've got two girls that are swimmers. They are 11 and eight and just really think that fitness is um, an incredible way to make your life better. Yeah. And your husband's a trial athlete as well. And he was in what branch? He's in the Navy. And okay, he's, he is, okay. um, he's a, he's an, uh, he's an endurance athlete. Um, and he is really amazing. He did Xterra. He did the Belgian waffle ride a few weeks back and um, just fitness is just part of our lives. Very, and, and your daughters are both pretty badass swimmers, by the way, <laughs> like not for nothing. <laughs> they still won't tell me their favorite sports. Okay, all right, if, well, that's all right. You, if you can corner them that out of them, please share that with me. Exactly. And now I'm gonna flip the script and, and say how I, I met Joanne because when I first joined swim team, I remember seeing this woman constantly walking around the pool during practice. And so there was that one thing about her and she was also really tan. And so that's how I could pick her out. And then she always picked the job. So we have volunteer jobs that we have to do. And she always picked the job where she was the one running around and dropping cards back off. And I was like, who is this person who always got her steps in? And people would always join her and it was Joanne. (laughs) Yeah, I did that because I am not a triathlete. And I mean, fitness has been in my life just to stay fit. Like I never was. I mean, I I like to think I'm a little bit athletic, but I never like played college sports. And my sport in high school was cheerleading. I believe that. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know, it's important to be fit. And it's always been important to 
be fit, but I fell off the wagon after I had Julia and, um, and she's how old now? She's 14. Okay. And I don't think I got back on the fitness train until she was, um, about eight mm-hmm. when it was time for my, um, high school reunion. Mm. And so I was like, Ooh, <laughs> so then I started, that's actually when I started getting all the steps and, and someone introduced me to, um, the beach body programs. Mm-hmm. So I started doing those and then getting all the steps I possibly could in any way possible. Because at that point, I think Julia was eight. And then I have Ryan was six and Jane was four. So there was like no time at, you know, because they always needed to be watched. And then I started them in swimming um, because someone gave me the advice that the best way to get your kids to learn how to swim is to join the swim team. Because as long as they can swim a lap, then they can be on the team and they'll teach them how to swim. Right. And that worked out really well for me because then I could sit at the pool and read a book earlier earlier than you might think. So, but my kids now are 14, 12 and 10. Yeah. We do swim. Like Julia doesn't always necessarily want to swim competitively, but I tell her it's important. She's on the swim team so that if nothing else, she gets 45 minutes of, really good exercise yep. every every single day so and she does believe in that because if you can believe it she has asked me on several occasions this summer to wake her up so she can work out oh that's yeah. fantastic that's yeah. I feel like that's such a big thing too like I mean if you think back to to your own moms like what like they they didn't necessarily do that because they wanted to work out and have good activities it was like at least I remember my mom would do it basically for weight loss kinds of things. It wasn't like you work out because you enjoy doing it and it's something that you should do in your day. I don't know. Like, what do you, what do you guys remember? I, I don't remember at all. Like my mom working out other than walking, like my family yep. has always been um, a walking family because we lived, yep. I grew up in the city of Reading, Pennsylvania, and we only had one car. So my dad took that car to work. So we walked to the playground. We walked to school. I mean, I only lived right across the street from school, but we walked um, like anywhere that we needed to go during the day. Yep. We walked. So so walking has been in my life forever. I mean, even before I needed to get my steps, I would walk everywhere as a kid. Yeah. Now, Laura, you, you grew up on the West Coast. So like, how was that for you? So I actually grew up in New Jersey. Oh, why did I think you were a West Coast girl? I I lived there. It's the only place I lived as an adult besides here. Um, in, oh, see, in my head, you're all West Coast. I'm sorry, Jersey girl. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. Um, my kids love that I don't have an accent. Um, we we all appreciate that. <laughs> sometimes it comes out. Um, so fitness was not. My parents would just drop me off at swim practice, and that was that was it. And then yeah. I remember. Um, I ran track in high school and just fell in love with running. And and the other thing that um, I, I just remember 16 and 17, those magazines when we were kids talking yes. about how, how you need to take steps and exercise and uh, do weight loss um, in order for weight loss. So I, I have found that when I focus on uh, weight loss instead of being stronger, it, yeah. It's really terrible and it puts me in a terrible place. And yeah. I think that we were kind of raised on um, you exercise to lose weight, you 
you had this snack wells that was yes. 190 calories. You yep. have to worry about um, getting your 190 calories off. And I think um, I am happiest when they're decoupled. Yeah, um, I think we, we've had some good conversations too about Lauren Fleshman's book and really just yeah. kind of us looking back and being like, wow, this is what we grew up in. It was very much was that. And I, I think that's such a poignant conversation when you look at, okay, this is what we came into, you know, being adults with. And then here we are, you know, pregnant the first time. And I mean, there wasn't any guidance six, you know, 14 years ago, you know, 12 years ago and, and, and Summer's how old? She's, she's um, 11, right? Yeah. And I remember I was, it wasn't anything. There, I, I was like, I want to exercise the whole time. And I went for mm -hmm. a run and my mom was like, stop. Right. What are you doing? You'll You're kill going. the baby. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, I gotta go. Yeah. I'm fine. They, um, and I remember, um, though, after learning more about Kara Goucher and Nike, like yeah. pregnant Goucher, seeing her do amazing things when she was pregnant with her, her baby, I was like, look, mom, Kara Goucher did it. I can do it. Going not, for a dog is not. Yeah. Not yeah. knowing that going back to like being a pro athlete at two weeks postpartum, probably not a cool idea. But no. <laughs> no. That's a whole nother conversation. Yes. So, so for you guys, when, when you think back, like um, after Julian, after summer, like thinking, okay, I want to get back to workouts. What did that initially look like? And then how did that evolve or de-evolve like after you've got multiple kids? Like, cause it, I don't think it gets easier at all. Joanne, what do you think? Cause you, you have the most of us. <laughs> well, I, um, I think I just, just started when my friend introduced me to the beach body, which is mm -hmm. that, you know, the, um, I have a lot of clients workout. that do it. Yep. Yeah. I have a lot of clients. She um, it said half hour workout. So all you need is a half hour of your day. And I was like, okay, I can find a half hour anywhere in the day. And when I didn't go back to work, Julia was born in 2008 and I um, stayed home till 2017. Mm -hmm. So you would think, oh, you have plenty of time in the day. But no, because not only worse. did I have my own children, because there was always someone home with me, I babysat. So mm -hmm. Julia was born and she was a year old. And then I babysat another baby. And then I had Ryan. And then that family had another baby. At one point, and then I had Jane. So at one point, I had five kids. <laughs> so I was like, like was birth control right so there. <laughs> so we walked everywhere we went. And I would try to wear the kids out too. So they would take good naps. And I'm like, well, right. I can do it when they nap. Right. But then Julia had to go, then Julia started school. And then I had to be like, the schedule was just, there was just no time in the day. So yep. I started waking up a half hour earlier. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started waking up um, and, and doing it before, before my days, before anybody else's day started. And it took me a little bit of time to get used to it. Yep. But once I got used to it, I was like, this is the best thing ever because it was my own time. Yep. Nobody was awake. Nope. Nobody was nobody was interrupting me, and it was nope. only a half hour. Yeah. And then, and then for me, that has evolved into. All right. Well, I only woke up a half hour early to do that. But then during COVID, when we were trying to get the kids out of the house, we would take these long walks, 
And then I would go for a walk without them. And then I would take them with me and we'd go for a long walk. And then I was like, this is taking really too long for Mm -hmm. me to walk. So when it was my own walks, I started like running and I didn't, I run now jog. Sorry, I don't run past. Hey, I I see her out on the trail all the time. She's running. You're you're running. Everyone's a runner. If you're, you're, you're a runner. It took me a long, I always thought that runners, you had to look and act a certain way. But everyone's a runner if you're out there. Okay. This is the so woman who looks and acts like a runner, by the way. <laughs> yes. During COVID, I was like, I got to get this faster. So I started teaching myself how to run. So now I go for a run. And so my, um, so now waking up is not just a half hour early. It's like an hour and a half early. So mm-hmm. I can, you know, do my little morning routine and then I work out and then I go for a run and then I have all my steps even. Yeah. Well, not all my steps, but I have 10,000 steps before the day starts. Yeah. And that's always my goal. Before anyone even, before my day starts, I have 10,000 steps. And then anything else I get is like gravy. But totally. I always try to get more by taking jobs on volunteer jobs where you're running or yeah. like like Julia uh, Julia and Jane are in that choir that Annalie yep. is in. Annalie yep. is in. I drive Jane up, run home, pick up Julia. We walk up and then, you know, that just to get that little extra thing in, then Julia gets a little and Jane doesn't want to walk, but she gets her exercise at soccer practice before. Third kid, who knows? (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think that's such a good point though, too. Like, I think it was maybe the first or um, maybe the second week of choir the, the, where they have chorus, Laura, it's right by WOND, down by where it hits. Um, Columbia Pike. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and my friend who who does triathlons, and she's like, oh, the trail's right there, and I needed to walk the dog. So I'm like, great, drop her off. Instead of sitting in the car, scrolling on my phone, I take the dog out for a walk. The only problem was when it got dark, when the time switched. So I just switched it to the neighborhood instead of doing the the um, trails, but to to your point, like you got to think that stuff ahead because you've got to think to go, you know, drive her walk, you know, run back. Like the logistics, once you get that out of the way, I think that's the hardest part. But like, Joanne, for you, like, what helped you make that shift from I know I need to get up early and I know this is the best time to do it to actually doing it? Because that's one of the questions I have moms that are like, I know I should do it now, but I'm not a morning person. And they eventually come around, but like, what made you finally pull the trigger? Um, I think because, like I said before, when I I was trying to get it in during the day, and if I didn't get, I don't love to work out, if you can believe that. Like, I don't, I know some people really love it. I don't love to do it. I actually really don't like it at all. I like that you said that, because some people are like, I don't really want to do this, but I know I need to. (laughs) I love the way I feel. Yeah. Like, and I After. love that. And I like, I feel like I'm really fit most of the time. And I feel like I'm pretty strong. And, yeah. and I like that. And I also like that people like my friend today, I went for a walk with her and she's like, I just want you to know that we've been friends for about 10 years and you've been rubbing off on me because I didn't feel like taking a yeah. walk today. And now I'm taking a walk. And, yeah. and I really love that. Like, I actually do really like walking, but I don't like, I don't enjoy working out I just you know but I like I said I like the way I feel after and and I like the way I feel because of what it does yeah so I think that knowing um like what made me make that shift was I had been working out like I got back on the train of working out and I'm like if I want to do this when I 
can, then this is the best time for me. And I guess they say after you do like 21 days, something becomes a habit. So I was like, I just gotta, I just gotta keep doing it. I just gotta keep doing it, but I can't stop because if I stop, then I'll, I'll stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if, no, I'm, I do if, know. if I'm, if I'm sick, it's fine. You know, like, right. or if I need to rest, then that's different. But if there's no reason that I shouldn't be working out, then I like, it's a lot of self-talk. Like yeah. I gotta do it. I gotta get out of bed. I gotta do it. So. Yeah. No, and I, I, I definitely noticed that as I've gotten older too. I'm like, you just, just shut up and do it kind of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Laura, Laura, for you, like what, what was that transition like, you know, with, with summer and then with uh, Sedona? So I'm not a morning person or a morning worker outer. I um, am always happiest when I do it in the morning. And yeah. if, if, if I was designing the perfect day, my, so my work day I'm, has always started earlier than most people's. Um, at one point I was supposed to be at work at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I, I love exercising, but waking up at, uh, 4 a.m. was just, it's so anyway, what I do is I'm a crazy scheduler. Um, mm-hmm. I, my car often smells really bad. My kids are embarrassed by it. Um, I, I have a uniform legitimately. I, I made up a rule for myself. I'm not allowed to wear regular clothes until I've gotten my run in for the day. Oh, exercise. So that is my secret. Um, Okay, so So we're gonna we're gonna watch what you wear now. (laughs) If if I'm ever actually wearing like adult clothes, it's because I've done my workout for the day. Okay. Um, Well, I have the luxury of that because I don't get to pick what I wear to work. Right. That's true story. (laughs) um, But I really it's just about scheduling. I always make sure I block off some time um, and just working. And none of my kids didn't sleep. Like some, some kids sleep, my kids were not sleepers. Um, neither of them really slept well. They would wake up crazy times. So I've always tried to, instead of having lunch when I'm at work, I often will work out or I'll work out at the very end of the day um, at work, um, take that time, but just kind of make sure I build it into the day. But I do have to admit that you and Joanne have much uh, healthier habits with getting it done first thing in the morning because I am happiest like if if I have to schedule it in first thing in the morning and I have it done I'm much happier I've I've seen you run though like and that's the funny thing too is is I do think all of us have like occasionally these things that we're like okay we're able to be pretty consistent at certain times but I've seen all of you do different things at like different times of the day because the day just threw something crazy at you and you're like all right I'm here I'm gonna go um, and that's, I, I think that's such a good point. Why I, I told Kate, I was like, don't worry about hopping on when you can, because that, that's the thing too. Like if you get so rigid in, I can only run at this time and then something happens and, you know, puts a bomb in the middle of it, like then you're done the rest of the day. There's no way to kind of recover from that, which I think then that can kind of get you into a, a little bit of a, a rabbit hole with stuff. Um, like, so for you guys, again, as your, your kids have gotten, older and this is this is something I talked to my my clients with little kids about and they're like I think they have this vision and I did too that things were going to get easier and I think they do in some respects and not in others with respect to finding time to self-care for workouts and things like that what's gotten easier and what's gotten more challenging Laura we'll start with you this time uh, the the fact that they can um, I can take the dog for a walk with my husband and mm-hmm. just take them with an iPhone is one of my my favorite my favorite things. 
Um, but the other thing, they just have a lot more going on. Yes. I remember when I thought the Saturday morning tumbling class was just an too, too much. Yeah. Too much. It's too much. I've got a Saturday morning class and, um, I let them sign up for too much. So, um, my advice is, um, don't, don't let them sign up for too much. <laughs> um, but it's really just that schedule management and, um, if you can find a carpool, find a carpool. And if you can sign them up for something that's both, they both go at the same time. Um, it's very efficient. Yes, but they can't be in the same thing together because they'll fight. That, or at least yeah. my kids do. Like if you yeah. can put them on different sides of the room, great. Yeah. But if they have to be in the same activity together, they will fight. <laughs> at yeah. least mine will. <laughs> yeah. It, but, but, swimming, they can't talk. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. But like to to your credit though too. I mean, like I I, I feel like you know Sedona especially is is very atypical in that she's incredibly driven in a lot of this stuff. You kind of like she's instigating that. It's not like you're you're like crazy you know swimmer yeah. mom and you're like you must do this. You're going to go to the Olympics. Like that's not you at all. You're like eh. <laughs> I, yeah. I they they're awesome. But I think um, setting the I think that you guys setting the example too for your kids is really important. Yeah. Yeah. My kids have told me, you need to go for a run. Mom, you're, you're, something's off. Just go for a run. <laughs> that I love that they say, I have just noticed that and don't laugh at me because I'm 47. I've just noticed that that about my own mom, when I go to visit yeah. her, I'm like, Ooh, mom needs to go for a walk or like, I need to no, but she does. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I need to get her out. Yeah. My dad's not as active with his Parkinson's. And so for a while she would like try to get him out and now he just can't as much. And so she's had to like step away from that instead of feeling bad about going off on her own. And I'm like, mom, you got to get yeah. some sanity and some time here for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Joanna, for you, like um, what, what did you notice kind of like what's gotten easier? What's gotten harder as, as the kids have gotten older? Well, definitely same thing. Like uh, they, I, I can just leave them and I can be like, okay, I'm going to go for a run to you in an yeah. hour or, um, I'm going to go in the basement and work out. So just don't bother me, you know, yep. but, but scheduling their like taking them from place to place. Like I would sit in school, like, um, like when I had a little free time at school, I'd be like, okay, Jane needs to be here. Ryan needs to be here. And Julia needs to be here. And okay. Like Chris does a lot of this stuff too. Yeah. Like we tag team, but I always try to choose the, where I can get some steps in. So yep. like, if Ryan's got a baseball game at Barcroft, it's right. We walk there. Yes. And yep. then um, while he's playing at that field, I just do laps around the field because I can see him. I can see yep. from the whole. So that's the what I'll try to choose that. Um, but if they, if they all have to be different places, different here or there, and I'm just running back and forth, mm -hmm. like that's difficult because I'm sitting in the car. Yes. And you can't, which is why I try to get them in where I can, like dropping off at the choir practice, running home, walking yeah. back or walking laps during, during the baseball game or yep. taking the card runner position during the swim meet, you know? So, yeah. so you're not sitting. Like if I sit too long, I'm like, oh, got to move, you know? Well, and I think that's something that I was talking to a mom the other day. Her kid is, is about that age when you start to do activities. So like anywhere, I think anywhere between like, 
like four and five, maybe even three a little bit. And it's tricky because those first activities, I feel like you really want to be a part of it. You have to be supervising. You have to be, you know, supporting little soccer games aren't soccer. It's like ants on sugar kind of stuff. And so you have to be involved in that. And then I think you kind of forget as they get older, like I don't, and again, I think it was weird the last couple of years anyway, but like when you can drop a kid off and you don't have to sit there and observe, you can like, like you said, Joanne, so you like, you can walk around, you can do this stuff, or you can drop them and go somewhere. Um, where Analia used to have um, softball this last year was over at uh, Tuckahoe. And so there's some a great little walking trail. So I would get a walk in and I would also take Abby. So I didn't have to come home from practice at like 830 and walk the dog again. So just again, trying to hit those couple birds with one stone, but you got to plan it ahead. Right. Um, and, and I think honestly, that's the hard part. But I was telling this, this patient of mine, I said, you know, think about is if both you guys are going to a practice, because you want to be there for those first ones, maybe you tag team with hubby and you go for a walk or you go like, just like what you said, especially that Barcroft field is great because you can just walk right around there. It's super easy. Right. You can Um, still see everything. Exactly. And you know, you're not going to miss anything and you're still present and they know you're doing it. I think that where it gets tricky um, is when it, changes so different seasons um so like summer for example that we are oh my god are we there yet like we're almost done um our car rides on saturday mornings are at least 30 minutes we're leaving at 6 30 in the morning um so really you're not going to get stuff done before that um so then we're out sunday mornings trying to, to sneak that stuff in and you're completely trashed by the time you get home at like 11, 12 o'clock or whatever on a Saturday, like, are there things, you know, other than kind of what we talked about, like walk around the pool and that kind of stuff, does like your mind shift change as far as like, okay, done is better than um, perfect in season like, like summer where we have swim that's so concentrated into that like six, seven weeks. Yes. And I give myself a lot of, uh, I actually, so when after after my first child, I thought I would be able after my six weeks or however long they told me to wait, yeah, I thought I would be able to hit um, really fast paces. I was like, I just took this time off of running. Seven thirties, here I come. I'm just gonna. And I think that's a good kind of lesson for um, managing expectations. Yes, um, like when you're running and it's 100% humidity and 90 degrees because you're doing it at five because you needed a nap after the morning, maybe just put your, <laughs> maybe put your watch in cardio mode and get your set and just- That's where we give, talked about that. Yeah, just give yourself some grace um, and realize that just you you need to do this for you mm-hmm. and setting a really good example for your kids too. Yeah, that, that was literally Joanne and I went last Sunday. We saw each other on the trail and it yeah. was dripping and we had just had the meet. I, I, time has no meaning right now. I'm oh, like, yeah. was that really not even a week ago? Yeah. <laughs> and you guys had it a lot worse too. Cause you guys had that Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah. You guys have had it a lot worse than I have, but um, no, like it's just, you're just showing up. Yeah. And I, I think, especially summer, we have these expectations of, oh, we're going to have all this extra time. But Joanne, you show up at practice at seven for Julia. Mm-hmm. And Ryan has it, what, 745. Mm-hmm. And then James is at 830. Mm-hmm. So you're there like, 
so um so my routine on swim team well during i don't know what i'm gonna do when swim team ends because it's such a good routine i know but, like, we gotta find another one <laughs> i still wake up early and try to do the weight workout and then i still try to get a, a small run in yep and i i like to run four miles a on the weekdays so mm -hmm. if I don't get four miles then I will do a little uh like a run at this from 7 to 7 45 I'll do a run so I'll run from 7 to 7 45 and then I'll come back to the pool and then some friends walk with me sometimes for the 11 12 practice yep and sometimes they don't and then for the for the 9 10 practice I walk but I drink my coffee while I walk yeah, so there's a there's a different version of each. Yeah. So there is a different, and then but sometimes like Julia had on certain days of the week, she had something where she couldn't make. She had another commitment where she couldn't make the practice. So in my mind, I was like, oh, this is gonna mess around with my with my run and my workout. So I had to figure something else out, and it always, I mean like you said, you just have to give yourself some grace and yep. I might not have gotten all my steps that day, but as long as I got like the 10,000 steps, yeah. you know, as long as you, as long as I got some kind of movement or workout in, yep. I give myself the grace to be okay. It's fine. Yeah. That, fine. I think that's summer swim mom survival mode. <laughs> 10,000 yeah. steps for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, and scarfing a uh, hamburger because you forgot to pack dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so done with pool food. Oh my God. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm not. I love the pool food. I love the pool food and I could eat it every day. Oh. Maybe I wouldn't feel great if I did, but I love it. That's awesome. I could live on it. Yeah. So, the you... sticks. Okay. All right. Now, okay. Now, okay. now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> so, my kids don't like them. The whole, I always, I'm like, let's get some mozzarella sticks so I can steal one. There's. See, your I'm, kids don't like them? No. Joanne, I'm a little picky on I'm the breading, though. If it's yeah. too much breading, I can't handle it. I, I think the the pool mozzarella sticks are the best. Like, I, I love know. that bread. They're like the beer batter. Awesome. Oh, okay. Yummy. All right. All right. I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. All right. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get one and we'll all share it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> if I have enough money, I'm running out of singles. They're buying too many <laughs> ring pops. <laughs> all right. In the rear view, if you had to tell your younger self, hey, here's some great advice about like staying active in those early years. Like what would what would you what would you tell your your former self, Laura? Um so I loved we spent way too much on joggers. Um we had we had a we had a single bob, we had the mm -hmm. one that you could put the skis on. I would say keep investing in that because it put my kids right to sleep mm. and um, just get out there and do it. So I would say good job for like buying the gear. Yep. Um, Chris got to gear out, which was awesome. But then I think I would have been much kinder to myself. I thought it, I was so wrapped around this like high level athlete that I was before I had kids. I summer was born in, um, May and I decided I needed to run a marathon in November. Mm. I don't know. I I'm didn't. Not I'm not shocked, by the way. Like I just didn't knowing you. That. No. I, I could have done a half marathon and been just as happy. And um, just I really wish I had been more patient. Yeah. And because um, I'm not going to have any more kids. Like I wish 
I wish I could, I, I wish I could have just enjoyed my first one. Cause yeah, I took, I took the time with the second one. To, to, to be clear that like you used to compete for Coast Guard, right? Like you, like, so that's the, I mean, that's the other thing. Let's not discount this. Like you were like badass high level athlete that, that Joanne and I like would aspire to be like, we just like, that's never going to be me. So to go that and and expect the first time around that you're going to lovingly and patiently be like, of course, it'll come back. Like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, yeah, I would have buy the gear and be kind to yourself. Okay. I, I, I but I do think it takes at least two kids to, 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 yeah. to, to come to that conclusion. Yeah. I don't think there's any way to. No, no. <laughs> All right, Joanne, you had three. What would you have said to yourself? Well, I would have said to myself, like, not to get off the fitness train in the first place. Mm. Because I used to, when I was in my um, 20s, I used to go, go to the gym all the time and mm -hmm. not, and I, like, like Carrie said, Laura, I would, I often think in my head about athletes like you, I wonder what that's like, like, I would love to know what that's like to be that athletic and um, but I still would, I would work out. And, but once I got pregnant, I was like, eh, I'm done. And just like, just let it go and let it go for years. And, um, and it was hard. It was really hard, really hard to get back into the group. Mm -hmm. And so I would tell myself, like, don't let it go. And, um, because like I said, I don't necessarily love working out, but I love the way, like, I love feeling like I'm pretty fit. I, I see so much across um, kind of that spectrum with moms. I see moms that want to go back and have these really high expectations right off the bat. Cause um, I don't know if you guys saw this week, it's like our sixth year running. We're like the most fittest city in the, the mm, U S um, Arlington is. And so, and <laughs> I had a friend, they, they um, made a comment about it and they're like, yeah, and we've got the, we've got the, um, the personality to go with it. We're all, <laughs> you know, type A and whatever, but um, but I also see this other subset of moms that, um, they finally get their kids into school and have that moment. And they're like, wait a second, what just happened? Cause it happens in just a flash. And then how scary it is to figure out where to start because you're not really, you don't really see yourself as postpartum and you weren't injured and so it's like it i think it takes so much courage to either take that athlete mindset and slow it down it's just as much courage as you've stepped away from it a while and then coming back to it and i i, I love that you guys have kind of both found your your space you know that you're you're kind of finding your way back and and kind of figuring out what right is right now but um the, I think the first part that every single mom has to navigate is who they were. Now they're different. And now what the heck does that look like? And I don't think that ever stops either because I'm sitting here now um, looking ahead and having conversations about perimenopause and menopause. And like, I remember my mom at my age, she was just starting to get active um, because they would start to, they started running and cross country skiing to watch me, um, race. And so I can't imagine my mom at like late forties starting to do all this stuff. I'm where I'm at now. And I'm like, okay, well, what's, what's next? What do I, what do I want to see? So Joanne, for you, like, if you're looking ahead, you know, Julia's graduated, Ryan's almost out the door, 
I don't know what Jane's doing, but she's on her way. <laughs> she's partying with my kid. I don't know. <laughs> Jane's swinging from the chandeliers. Right. A third, third kid. <laughs> like what, as you look ahead, like what is it that you want to see and what are the, the concerns that you have about the barriers to that? No, I, I don't even think about it. Well, like I'm not like, it just getting through swim season <laughs> seriously that's like like um I don't know because people ask me all the time about my knees aren't your knees bad and I'm like well I haven't been running my whole life I've only been running since COVID you know what though there was a study that came out this year that basically said that that's all debunked like running is actually really good for your knees so um, okay. you can just tell them to read the research it's all good. Oh, okay well I'll do yeah. that too yeah, and okay. I'm like I I don't know and and like they say like at menopause, like you should be lifting weights. And I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. well I lift weights. I, I lift weights like every other day or, mm -hmm. you know, I, that's in my workout program. So I'm just going to keep on going until I can't. And um, I can't imagine not because like, like earlier in around Memorial day, I had really bad tendonitis in my shoulder and oh, I remember. Uh, it, yeah. It, yeah. It was like, um, I, I don't, I think it was like a whole week that I didn't do anything and not even walking. And I was like, I can't stand this. I don't know. Like I gotta, I gotta move, you know? And then, yeah. um, finally when it started to feel better, I was like, okay, phew, I can, uh, now I can start running. And then like, as yep. soon, when it felt completely better, I started lifting weights again. And then I'm like, is this like, is this when I went to the doctor and he's like, Oh, it's everything that's going on is, age it's like age and I was like stop it get out of here go like take your bad advice you know, and go it's like because <laughs> he said like I remember him saying something like um like you're you're really fit for your age and blah 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 and I was like well I don't want to be really fit for my age I just want to be fit you know like right I, I just want to be fit so I don't know I try I really try not to think about I'm just going to keep on doing what I'm doing until somebody tells me you're, you're that girl that you're gonna be like 90 degrees at Dewey, or 90, 90 years old at Dewey Beach and you'll be yeah. <laughs> love it. I love uh, it. Yes, that will be I mean, I don't know what else to you know, like, I didn't ever think that I would make it this far in life. So <laughs> like, no, I'll never be that old. What are you talking about? You know, I'll be I'm gonna live I'm gonna be 25 for the rest of my life. But well, I, th I think you actually really are, but um, <laughs> <laughs> your spirit is definitely 25. Yeah. Laura, all right, looking ahead. I'm on Joanne's plan. <laughs> I'm going to I'm, I'm be that grumpy polka dot lady at the pool when I'm old. <laughs> yeah. That's my plan. Right. You that might be grumpy, little, though. little explanation. Um, there's a no. lovely woman at the pool that, unfortunately, she's very rude about um, needing to be in a certain lane at a certain time, but she does like 45 minutes straight of movement and swimming and she's very like meticulous about that unfortunately she's just rude to our children but anyway um that's my plan i'm gonna be grumpy old exercising lady no i'm gonna try to be a nice exercising lady that takes yeah. cold that hopefully gets to like be active with my kids i think yeah. um i if i could have a magic ball we would um do outdoor things together as a family as for as long as we can yeah i think um I want them to remember, like, I want them to think, oh, we hike and we do things outside as a family. And that's, yep. that's just, I, you can't, you can't help getting older, but I'm yeah. not going to, I'm going to just keep going. Yeah. No, those are, those are some of my best memories with my, with my family because my parents were both teachers. So we, 
would travel in the summer. And um, it, it, I, I definitely remember going on like 15 mile hikes that the first five miles I was probably swearing as a teenager um, and, you know, just didn't want to be there. And by the end, you've forgotten why you were upset in the first place. And, you know, now it's all fond memories, you know, but um and, and I think you have to be intentional about that living here because it's it's not easy to get to um, it's outdoor places. It's not far, but, you know, traffic and everything. And the, again, the kids schedules and that that's what worries me is like as they're going to get busier and not want to be around us as much. And uh, I don't know, Joanne, if you can give a heads up on that. Does Julia still want to hang out with you guys or is she off? She's no, she does. We um, okay. we like with the outdoor things like we make sure um, one thing that we do is ski in the winter. Yes, you guys ski a lot. One of my, um, that's like any piece of advice that I would give anybody that says they want to try it if they've never done it or it's like, just do it because winter is not my season, Mm -hmm. but like skiing is, we're outside in the winter, we're together as a family, everybody's having fun and, um, you know, it's exercise and and it, it gets me through the winter closer to summer. So I would like, um, so she's still, and she's still, I mean, she still likes to hang out with us and go on vacation. Yeah. So, I mean, she's 14, going to be 15 in September. So, you know, we'll see. And and there are times when she doesn't, and, and I do live to embarrass them. So, um, they, they do. Jane really gets embarrassed when I'm walking (laughs) anywhere, anywhere. She's like, why do you have to embarrass me? Like I'm walking laps around her soccer practice. How do you think that makes me feel? That's what she says. I'm like, I don't know why. Like, I'm no one's walking. watching me except you. <laughs> but, but they do. But I totally agree. Like being outside as a family and um, yeah. doing things and being active and the, the memories. Like, of, I have met fond memories of skiing with my both my parents did not ski, but my dad did, and my sisters. So like going skiing and sometimes it was just my dad and me and sometimes it was all of us. So, yep. and I know Chris, Chris was the same. So for all of yeah. us to go skiing as a family is, um, um, you know, it's one amazing thing that. Yeah. My, my, like I said, my, my parents learned to, they started running and um, I started Nordic skiing when I was a junior. So I was definitely older cause I switched high schools and you can't watch a Nordic ski race unless you're on skis, really. It's kind of boring. Otherwise, you just stand there and really nothing's going on. And so for my parents to learn something new, in retrospect, like my mom started racing for a little while. Like It was really crazy. Um, and then they kept doing that stuff and they still do it now. My mom has her kayak friends. She has her yoga friends, that kind of stuff. Um, for us, we started... Um, skiing close by when the kids were little um a mommy friend that i met in yoga mommy baby yoga class the boys are like a week apart and we're still friends so we go out there and ski and i I remember the first time we all skied as a family and somebody wasn't having to hold somebody or assist somebody like that was just it was the best feeling that we were all together doing something um and I mean, I didn't, I didn't downhill ski growing up. Like it just, it was, and that's the thing too. Like I, I, I don't think what we did as kids or even the sports that we do now necessarily have to hold us back. Like our kids can definitely drive those interests and stuff. Um, like I know nothing about softball and field hockey. I still don't know that much, but like we still throw the ball around and, you know, things like that. Like I, I, I do think 
you know, we have our core things that we enjoy, but there's also those things that we start to pick up and you, it doesn't matter how old you are. I don't think like, I never would have thought like I picked up CrossFit when Analia was three. So that would have been six years ago. Like I never thought I would do that. So I'm, I'm kind of curious, like what else is to come, you know, as long as I don't do something stupid, like break a hip or something, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, I don't know that Kate is coming on and it's just a mom thing, but um, cause schedules are crazy. So at the end of each episode, I ask um, a couple of questions to everybody. So um, first question, um, we'll start with Laura favorite activity since becoming a mom. Um, watching America's Got Talent with my kids. Ah! <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, Joanne, how about you? I guess, I don't, um, I guess skiing with everybody is because that's something that we all do. We all yeah. can do and we're all decent. My kids are all better than I am, but we're all decent at it. So we can all go up the same chair and come down yeah. unless they're going to go, unless the kids are going to go through the moguls, but yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's probably, uh, I, I like that too, because, um, I don't know if Ryan's like this with you, Joanne, but, um, Gianni, there's not a lot of times where we're like, he'll sit down and just talk to me randomly about stuff. But typically if he's sitting adjacent to me, he will. So like car rides to appointments or on the chairlift or, you know, things like that. Those are the or walking the dog. Those are the times that he will talk to me mm -hmm. um, as opposed to Analia. That's just like, you know, chatty Kathy all the time. So mm -hmm. I, 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 yeah, Analia would sit down and watch a TV show with me or something like that. She likes Mass Singer. So oh. those sorts of things, but it is, it's very different times, but I, I do enjoy that. Like those times that I get to be with them and it's like, yeah, okay. I don't, I, I really, I'm good with this right now. Mm -hmm. um, one piece of advice for, for new moms because you guys are experienced old hat at this. I my piece of advice for new moms is do what works for you. Yes. And don't don't listen to other people who say their baby sleeps through the night or say um, this is what I'm doing and don't feel bad if it's not what you're doing. And that was one reason that I loved my pediatrician so much is because that's what he said. You gotta you gotta do what works for you. And yeah, I mean as long as it's healthy and real right. you know what I mean like but um like if if it works for you to do this and it, someone else says don't do that do what works for you that's yeah that's my advice definitely Laura uh, be kind to yourself um it, a lot of it stems from what Joanne just said everyone will be like I'm doing this I'm doing that I'm signing up for this I'm signing up for that oh uh realize that you you know what your you know what your family needs and yeah kind of just just do that. <laughs> yeah. No. And we, you and I have talked about this a lot and I, I, you know, and, you know, Joanne, you just kind of alluded to this, like from the very beginning, it's always like, okay, do, should I do this? Should I do that? Do they need this? Do they need that? Whatever's next. Um, and I think as they get older, there's that pressure to, to do all the things. And there's this part of your gut that's like, no, I don't really want to do that. I don't think that's right for us. And just to trust that. And I think, that takes a while to kind of, I don't know, trust that you know what's right for your family and your kids and your scenario, because only you guys are the ones that know that. But it takes, I think it takes a little while to get that for sure. 
All right. And then last, and I know you guys probably don't even think of yourself as postpartum, but you're, you're, you're the experienced ones. <laughs> like, so for you guys in the rear view, what has it meant to you to be an active mom in postpartum, Laura? Uh, it just means that I get to enjoy time with my kids and kind of um, set the example for them. Yeah. Joanne? I would say the exact same thing. I setting an example and enjoy doing all the things. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, thank you guys so much. It's nice to hang out with you outside of the chlorine fumes. <laughs> and congratulations. Really fun. Yeah. Congratulations on getting through. Uh, well, Laura, you're through, but uh, the, the, Joanne and I have got another, I've got another couple of days and Joanna, you probably have more um, we're, we're, we're almost there. We'll <laughs> Congratulations, Holy Mackerels, uh, Red Division winners, second year in a row. Do you see they just added another party? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. One more thing. Let it be over. <laughs> well, if, you, if, they're if you guys will get mozzarella sticks with me, I'll come. Okay. Uh, just kidding. No. <laughs> I don't want to any day that we're at the pool together, the okay. mozzarella sticks, I love them. It is on. Yeah. <laughs> it is on. <laughs> love it. Thank you guys so much. And I, I just so appreciate, you know, I, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you coming on and I, I appreciate just your friendship. Um, honestly, it means a lot to have um, people that I enjoy um, spending time with when, when we're doing these things with our kids and, and your kids are awesome too. So thanks. Thanks, Carrie. Thank you. Did you enjoy the podcast? If so, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and tell a friend to do the same. Are you a postpartum mom or postpartum pro wanting to know more about getting back to running after baby? Check out all my free goodies on CarriePagliano.com. This podcast represents the opinions of Dr. Carrie Pagliano and her guests to the show. The content should not be taken as medical advice and is for entertainment purposes only. Always consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions.